This is JFM Podcast. Beautiful morning to you there, and thank you so much for joining us on the show. This is Let's Talk on your Super Feel Good radio station, J101.9 FM. My name is Abigail Seaman, and I'm joined by Emika Umisi. Emika, good morning. We will be dissecting a very important issue, one that is on the surface doesn't really affect us when you look at, you know, the CBN redesigning the Naira. It is good, you know, for designers. It is beautiful to something new in your hands. But we'll talk about the implications of this as well as the subtle political issues between the finance minister and the CBN governor. Finance minister was asked um, if she knew about the redesigning and what her thing was, and she said she did not know, and the question should be directed at the CBN governor. We'll talk about all of these issues today and see whether or not the federal government, so the federal government's headed by Mohamed Dubari and CBN governor Gordon Mayfield, with that decision to redesign the Naira and take back, you know, old Naira's from the economy circulation is good for us, the pros and the cons, and how we as Nigerians can gear ourselves up to... Um, you know, to prepare for the future ahead for us. Good morning. Good morning. And also, we would be looking at the consequences of all of this um, due to the fact that Nigeria is a very, very peculiar country. We're currently struggling with insecurity and we are currently having an economic war. Um, it's, it seems like some of these policies that have been made in the economic sector um, might just pretty much leave us to a very unfortunate or misfortunate, if I should put it in lack of English, place to be. If you look back at um, the Britain, Brexit, um, all, all those things, um, and see how it went down for their economy, and we also look at how Venezuela too um, was also in, had a very, very ugly history when it comes to economy and we we are not far fresh from what venezuela is like because venezuela is also an oil producing country uh, and we in nigeria too we're also oil producing country uh, don't you think I, that um, we would yeah, be I, I in do. the same loophole as I that do, of I, venezuela no i do not think we are going to be like venezuela of course um the indices might tally in some of the you know the the aspects but i think we are different i think that because we have a a more robust economy a, a lot of people have said that yeah we focus a lot on oil exportation but the truth is in the last last year we got good amounts of you know from our igp from other services from other aspects of our economy there's agriculture which is you know growing maybe not as much as we expect it to grow there are also other service areas that i think nigeria if we focus on can get better so i am not going to sit here and say we are in the same path as venezuela but if you look at the policies that has been taken the past four years mm-hmm. not for in the past three years a lot of things have gone wrong. And it seems as though every policy that the CBN governor take, it's as though it takes one step forward and ten steps backward. Um, I would be, un- be unfair of me to beat him down for his policies, to say that the policies are not well thought out. But I'm not an economist, so I don't have the wherewithal <laughs> like knowledge enough to talk about yes. these things. But the effect on everyday Nigerians is deadly. Remember when Abuki FG Abuki was you know was taken down because the Fed, the CBN governor thought that taking down an exchange platform like Abuki was going to help boost the naira. But remember 
how Enera was purported and all yeah. of the things. Remember how Bitcoin was made was made illegal in the country and all of these policies, the increase in inflation in um, in interest rates, the increase in CRR, all of these things was supposed to help the Naira fare better in foreign exchange markets. But it seems as though instead of faring better, we are faring worse. Anyways, and like I said before, I'm not the expert here. We have an expert who will help us discuss all of these issues and give us more insight as to whether or not the CBN governors um, need to redesign the Naira is needed at this point. And whether his policies over the past years has been helpful to our economy. Yeah, and I also know that the things that is bothering the minds of Nigerians right now are the consequences and it's the inflation. Is it going to affect them? What is the advantage of or the redesigning of the, the Naira note? How does it benefit uh, macro um, and small businesses? Small businesses? And we'll look out at that coming forward. But first of all, we are joined by Mr. Goshit Wokji Stephen, who is from the Internal Board Revenue and also an associate of the Chartered Accountant and an economist in the making. Welcome to the show this morning. Thank you. Good morning. It's nice to have you. But just before we jump into the conversation, we'll listen to um, the CBN governor and later on listen to the Minister of Finance. So do stay with us as we listen. The management of the CBN has sought and obtained the approval of President Muhammad Buhari to redesign produce, release, and circulate this new series of banknotes at 200 Naira, 500 Naira, and 1,000 Naira levels. In line with, it, with this approval, we have finalized arrangements for the new currency to begin circulation from December 15, 2022, after its launch by President Muhammad Buhari. The new and existing currencies shall remain legal tender and circulate together until January 31, 2023, when the existing currencies shall cease to be legal tender. Part of the reasons that was advocated is that's one of the ways to mop up liquidity to manage inflation. But there are also consequences that we're also looking at what would the consequences be. There will be some benefits but there will be some, some challenges. And I don't know whether the monetary authorities have actually looked very closely as what the consequences are and then how they can be mitigated. So I, I still advise that you have that discussion with the monetary authorities. Not as the fiscal authority. First of all, as a fiscal authority, we were not aware of it. It was an announcement. And secondly, uh, I think that's one of the ways that they're trying to use to manage inflation. But there are consequences that also need to be considered and how to manage those consequences. And welcome back to the show. Um, you just listened to the governor of the CBN, Mr. Godwin Emifole, and also the finance minister, Mrs. Zainab Ahmed. And so we'll just get right on into the discussion of today. Um, Mr. Wokji, quickly, let's talk about the decision. Okay, this decision of redesigning, let's start from that, that, that base, this decision of redesigning the Naira note now. Is it necessary? What, what do you make of it? Do we need it right now as a country? In all honesty, um, you could look at it from different perspectives and um, it would give you 
different shocks. So, but the truth is, from time to time, you need to give out new notes because it's a normal procedure. And if you'd want to judge from what the CBN governor has just done or his decision to reproduce the 200, 500, and 1,000 Naira notes, you, if you'd look at it just from the perspective of changing it and then our present situation, you might take it from a different perspective. And, mm -hmm. um, but in all honesty, it's normal for a country to want to change her notes from time to time. And if you follow the history, this is not the first time, you know, from our pre-independence to, I think, there about um, 1918, yeah. we, 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 we had the pound sterling. Uh, then um, in 1912, there to 1959, you had the um, Bank of um, the West African, that is the British West African okay. Bank. Bank yes. Yeah, they now issued their own. And then this British West African Bank constituted of Nigeria, Ghana, Sierra Leone, and Gambia. Not until 1950 when the Central Bank of Nigeria was brought in. That was slightly before independence. Mm. You know, it was formed. And um, that was the first time our own currency was now brought in. That's the pound sterling. It was still the pound sterling, but this one had um, the federation. You know, this is now the Republic of Nigeria, right? But um, yes. uh, we had a federation, so it now carried the pound sterling as the federation. And um, in 1968, the, there was a change because of the Civil War. Mm. You know, the use of the Naira had to be, you know, because of the Civil War, there was so much money in circulation, so... Um, people were using it for different reasons, and I think then the then military head of state had to order for a redesign of the Naira. Mm. And not until 1973, that was when we now issued our first Naira. Oh. And the Naira then was, um, I think the name Naira was brought by um, Chief Obafemi Awolowo. Yeah. And um, he, he gave the name Naira from our name Nigeria. So if you would give the decision of, if you want to make out um, something from the decision of um, the CBN governor in terms of our present state due to insecurity, we have the politics coming, elections are just by the corner. corner yes. yes, you know, you would tend to look at it from different perspectives. Mm. So, but... Um, is it the best decision right now for our country to be redesigning the Naira? Because that is the question that is on the mind of every Nigerian. What priority is it taking in our economy? Why are we redesigning the Naira? Due to the fact that a lot of things are skyrocketing. Prices are skyrocketing. The dollar to a Naira is over like 786, if I'm not wrong, right now. So the how, how Yes. How, how is it going to benefit the poor man? The man in the, in the farm, the man at the marketplace, the man at wherever he is. How is this redesigning of the notes going to benefit the, the average Nigerian? Very well. It will benefit the average Nigerian, just as I said, you mm. know. Um, the, his reasons for, take, for making this decision is to mop out monies from individuals who have them stocked in their homes. Oh. So he said um, we have um, our currency in circulation is about um, 3 trillion naira, mm. and um, you have 
there are about 2.7 trillion naira outside. And you know, when, you, when it comes to currency management, you have what is called the monies in the vault, that's those in the bank, mm. and that one in circulation. Though personally, I feel if you're printing currencies, if you're printing money, it should be changed from one person to the other. And just a meager amount should be kept in the bank. Mm. But of course, if you look at it from that perspective, you know, they would want to... Different things has happened. Um, the Abukis, you know, those people are now um, speculating the Naira. So mm. anything that happens, the shock on the Naira becomes so, so much that... Um, because as at now... The shock of the decision, you know, we have speculative buying and all yeah. those things. The shock is that um, because people have so much in their homes or wheresoever they must have kept it, as a result of just the decision, by making the decision, you know, the demand on the dollar has increased. Hmm. And ordinarily, this decision is not supposed to affect the economy. Because when we talk of changing of currency notes, it's just like withdrawing old notes. Mm, worn out notes yeah. it's actually not supposed to affect our economy but because of our present situation you it will definitely affect our economy and then this is not the first time this is happening i think um, in 1984 something mm. similar happened and it actually affected our economy that's based on the indices so if we are picking that same indices to our present the nigeria then um you'd actually know that in one way or the other, it's going to affect our economy. Why? Because um, if you look at the causes of inflation, mm. one, we have um, what is called the demand-pulled inflation, and then we have the cost-pushed inflation. And um, those are all causes. You know, when it comes to demand, that's when um, demand and supply, you know, the demand for those goods and services mm. are, are higher than what we produce and it causes the prices of goods to to go up oh, yes. yes and then when it comes to the cost you discover that um because of the cost you know the production must have gone down mm. production must have gone down and um when you're looking at it from when the production has gone down you discover that the cost because the products will be so little and mm. so you have so many people coming to um demand for those goods and um they might the, because if um, three of us are just selling um, goods and services, yeah. and then maybe I'm the only one with that good, you know, I can decide to tell them if this good is um, one hundred thousand naira, I'll tell them I'll decide and say I'll sell it for one fifty. And I have so many people on the queue waiting. Mm. So anyone who just bring out his money and then buy right. it, you see, automatically mm. it has cost the inflation. And we also have, um, you know, there is what is called. Um, expectation, inflation expectation. Mm. That has to do with our present value and future value. We are going into December. Yeah. You discover that um, because we know we have an expectation that in December, prices this of goods and go services high, yes. would be high. So we would want to buy most of the things we need in December now. now. Yeah. So you see, that too is also an effect. And then the next effect is um, the next cost, the fourth one, that's the fourth one it will be um, our exchange rate. Mm. You know, the expectation from the exchange rate. You know, if and then the exchange rate affects the economy two ways, because um, if you have a depreciation on your currency, on the value of your currency, yeah. you discover that um, 
imported goods because you know foreign exchange has to do with import and export. Mm. So our import and export, you discover that um, production down here, you know, when you're importing them, you discover that goods outside are cheaper than even the goods inside. Than even the goods inside. Hmm, interesting. Or depending on how it goes, goods outside might be more expensive than the goods inside. Okay. So two ways it can affect the economy. So, and then for some, you discover that um, if the goods inside, if you have a depreciation in value, and for instance, the dollar is more higher in value than the Naira, you discover that people from outside the country would prefer buying from you. Mm. And it also, that's a rise in demand which would also affect the economy. So by and large, ordinarily from our normal terms and studies, you know that this decision is not supposed to affect our economy. But because of these causes I've just called, you discover that it's going to affect our economy. All right. Mm. Um, the, the, the news, the information is already out and it's people are digesting what they can digest. Um, they say come now, between now and December 15, over 32 trillion or million, if I'm not, I'm not mistaken, notes will be produced. I'm sure that they've already started works in place due to the fact that the Minister of Finance doesn't even know about it. So that means work has already started um, going on. Now let's talk about the whole, the Minister of Finance not knowing about the decision and the CBN governor just going ahead with it. Um, do you think that the Minister of Finance was supposed to be involved in this? Or due to the fact that CBN is an autonomous um, organization, they should have just gone ahead with that decision? CBN is an autonomous organization, and they have the prerogative to talk to the president directly, but they are supposed to pull the Minister of Finance along. So mm -hmm. I think their problem is bridge of communication. Hmm. Because the CBN, I, you know, in um, 2000, was it 2004? No, 2014. Yeah. There was a point where, um, you know, we wanted to, the then president and the CBN governor wanted reproducing um, the 5,000 Naira notes. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, we are talking of, it's most, most of the times the key players are just the president and the CBN governor. Every hmm. other person is within within the decision making uh, body or the policy yes, of the, of yes. the company so of it's the organization. just about the president and the CBN governor mm -hmm. the two of them would talk and then the president is actually if it's the president he is um, he's the he's the commander in chief mm -hmm. and the minister is supposed to be with him as um, his finance minister who is also part of the executive council and she's supposed to be with him at that point where they were talking with the CBN governor for approval. But I think, um, just as I said, bridge of communication and administrative duties. All right. Mm -hmm. And one of the major fears, and I know you've talked about it um, briefly, but one of the major fears of Nigerians is the inflation. Um, so this redesigning of the Naira note, um, how... How does this issue address inflation? If, is it that when the Naira notes are redesigned and, re and produced, it would reduce, the, reduce inflation? Or would it cause more inflation? Because that's what people are wanting to understand. How does this redesigning of the Naira note address inflation? Just as I said um, earlier, ordinarily, all things being equal. Yeah. It's not supposed to affect our economy in any way. 
the redesigning of the Naira. But it seems like it's going to. Yes, that, that was what I said. Ordinarily, all things being equal. Mm. But um, since we are in Nigeria and um, there are different factors, you know, we have the demand and supply mm. and um, we have different things coming in. Uh, we have so many, you have um, the cry, and you have uh, bandits yeah. requesting for money. And then, of course, those people, they have their money stocked. You have um, politicians who have lots of money. We do not know where they must have gotten the money from, but um, we have speculations that they must have, some might have stolen those monies or gotten them from ill deals. You have those monies kept. And um, you, have, uh, you have those people who, like um, internet fraudsters, you know, they mm. don't give, they don't bring the monies to the bank. Some yeah. of them would find a way of getting the monies out, you know, through different means. Yeah. But um, you see, it's going to affect our economy badly. Why? Because um, those that have kept this money and gotten the money illegally, just as we've already started seeing the effect, I think as I said before the decision, the the dollar was about 723 in mm. the parallel market. But yeah. as at now we are talking of um, it's about 780. Yeah. They are about uh, by that's uh, by today this evening it might increase because you discover that um, if I have money stocked at home, I don't want to take it to the bank because I know it will be monitored. Mm. So I would want to go either to the bureau to change and change my money. But again, that's not the only part because um, that's not the only way of getting it out because we can still go and buy luxury goods. Yes. So at the end of the day, you discover that the purchase of luxurious cars, houses, gold, all those products would would be would be out of the market because you have so much money coming in. And it's also going to affect our economy badly because when you have so much money in circulation in that manner, it causes inflation. And that is where it comes to the demand, demand pulled inflation. Um, we have one of the policies that has been brought up um, years back is the cashless, cashless policy. Um, with the level of inflation that we are currently going through right now and the so much um, liquidity that is in flow right now in our, in our economy, um, how come we're still suffering this kind of um, inflation when we have the cashless policy and we are seeing that there's so much money in circulation, that is why they want to redesign so that people can bring back the old notes and so that they can probe, you know, probe those that they want to probe. Um, how, why is it still affecting us as, as, as a country in our economy? Hmm. Cashless, cashless, cashless policy, rather, is mm -hmm. actually not supposed to affect the economy it's it's only a measure to balancing the economy so uh what affects the economy is you know the demand and supply mm. so demand and supply whether goods are demanded currency is demanded currency is supplied goods or services are demanded and supplied those are what that those are the things that affect the economy positively so if we want our economy to look good then um would need more of product would need to be a productive country not um, not this cashless or whether monies are in circulation it's really not going to affect us so much those 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 decisions are really going to be you know it's just like a panel beating 
you know, when you panel bit, you're just only trying to repair, but it's not, you're just trying to panel bit maybe just the bumper, and then you're not panel beating the whole car itself. So it's just a little effect on our economy. All right, before I hand you over to Emika quickly, um, so would you say that this cashless policy has been effective so far um, due to the fact that we have the likes of POS, we have the likes of um, um, the change, as you said. Has the cashless policy been effective? Yeah, in terms of it has. It has been effective. And what, what are the ten, in terms, you said in terms of, so in terms of what has it been effective? But before now, yeah. before now, you can imagine going to going to the bank to stand on the queue mm. you know as at now maybe i might have money in my account and i would need to give it to 10 people and at the comfort of my home i'll transfer to every one of them without going out and or going to the bank to stand on long queues to make transfers and um coming in of pos you know the atms if you had if for instance, it was just the ATMs. You discovered that um, the queues on the ATMs would have been very long. Yeah. But s there are times that you'd want to go out and you just discovered that ah, this ATM, I know if you do anything. Mm. So I'll just go to the POS and then get my monies out. So it has helped the economy positively. All right. All right then. Um, so let me take you back a bit. Um, you've talked about the effect of this on inflation. I want to ask you personally on your opinion on the policies the CBN government has implemented in the past three years. Um, like I mentioned earlier, when the show started, the Aboki FM foreign exchange platform that was taking down the Inara, the increase in, in interest rate, the increase increase in cash reserve ratio in banks. So far, so good. In your own estimation. Has the CBN governor's policies over the past three to four years, has it been effective in curbing inflation in the country? You know, first of all, um, you know, we have macroeconomic objectives. Okay. And um, what are those macroeconomic objectives? One, we have um, price stability. We have economic growth. Balance of payment is one of them. And what do I mean by balance of payment is um, our export and imports. Okay. Um, unemployment, um, income equality, and um, economic development. So you see, uh, what the CBN governor, or you know, the CBN governor is just the governor of the Apex Bank. Yes. So rather, I would say the Apex Bank is just supposed to help in all these. But um, you know, you cannot just put the decision of what is happening in the economy on the CBN governor. So has this policy been helpful? Yeah, it has been helpful. In what aspects, macro or micro? No, you know, he is supposed to deal with just the macro. Okay, supposed to do the macro. So He's in terms of the macro, the macro, so the factors that affect macro, what are the factors that affect the macro? What are the elements of the macro economy? Those are the things I just mentioned. Okay, so has it been effective? Uh, Positive stability. Price stability. We have stability in prices. <laughs> um, food inflation is around 25-30%. Uh, um, you know, price of gas and you know fuel has increased. You know, we know how that ink has increased almost 200 percent in over a year. Um, the prices of transportation has increased. So in terms of price stability, has these policies been effective? Huh. You know, it's a difficult question. It's a difficult answer. question. It's okay. a difficult question to answer. But um, just as I said, um, Trying to look at it from different perspectives, you discover that um, price stability, what the CBN governor has done, 
and um, it's not actually supposed to be. You know, we have um, the executive will okay. to do what they are supposed to do, and then even we, the people, okay. we the people are supposed to have helped in all these decisions because if you look at how, how, how do we help how do we how do we tell the cbn governor this is what you're, okay so let's say cbn governor implements a policy mm -hmm. uh, what is our role in helping him be successful in that policy okay now this policy on um, currency okay the truth is just as i said um those that have stolen monies, uh, well, that's, that's, that that, that they are not going to help the economy. Okay, so okay, so so, so, so let, let's piggyback a little. Um, so we, according to the CBN governor, we need to mop up these monies so we can reduce inflation, so we can increase liquidity for the average man on the streets. Mm. What does increase of liquidity mean to him? What does it? How does it change his life if liquidity of these banks increase? How does it affect him in any way? Okay, you know we have the systematic and unsystematic risks. Okay, please break it down to the level that everybody will understand. What are these risks? Go ahead. Uh, systematic and unsystematic risks. Um, but, um, you know, we are based on this discussion, we are now going back to the systematic risks. Okay. So, this systematic risks has to do with um, liquidity risks, credit risks, and okay. um, operational risks. Okay. So, when I say liquidity, you know, it's money in circulation. Okay. Right? So, when you have systematic risks, you, you discover that... Um, our economy has not really been functioning the way it's supposed to be. Okay. And um, everything, just as I said before now, has to do with demand and supply. Okay, now so you, you, you mentioned that we have demand push and cost push. Nigeria's problem, is it a demand or a cost push? Uh, both sides. It's both sides. So which, yes. which, 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 which is more powerful in our inflation numbers? Is it the demand or the cost push? And you know, I said the demand, the demand is a demand pull, and then we have the cost push. Yeah, so, the, which, is, so which, is more, which is more predominant in our present-day economy, demand or cost? Both. Both of them. So yeah, they, have the, they both have the same level. So for the average man out there, do you think that, in, you know, designing the money, um, you know, like, like according to the governor, we mop up the economy, take more money off the, off the streets and hands of people, which for me sounds good and paper, but we know how this thing works. The average man on the streets, how does he change his life? What, what, what effect does he have on him? No, you have a money liquidation. Does it mean that I will have a money in my account? Does it mean that now that CBN now has the money in their vault, they are going to share more money to me? How does it affect me as a man that earns 10,000 naira a month in Nigeria? Yeah, what the CBN is looking at is um, getting more money so that they would be able to, you know, the banks, what they are in terms of liquidity is to be able to circulate money, to give money to, to who? people. To, to which people? people? Which okay, people? Now, um, if, you know, our interest, if you look at um, our monetary policy rate, yes. you discover us at September, it rose to 15.5%. Yes. That's, uh, you know, in um, August, it was 14%. Yes. And in July, it was 13%. Yes. But before then, we are working on 11.5%. Um, okay. Before now, and I think for, uh, for, a so for, for a while, it was 11.5%. So, uh, if there's so much money... In the CBN, in, in the vault. No, in not, you know, when, you say, when you say in the CBN, it's not in the CBN, okay, in it's the in the banks. Okay, there's money in the banks. If there's money in the banks, okay. then um, interest rates might go down. That's so, you say might. 
so, 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 you know, we, 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 there is no certainty because we have not gotten to that. You know, so everything would be a might. Okay, so um, uh, let me, let me, let me, let me try to understand this. You, call, you take money of the from people you believe are hoarding money, mm. bring it back to the banks. You are not even sure. You're not, you're not, you're not even assuring us that you are going to reduce interest rates when you get this money's back. Now, um, second question. You talked about reduction in interest rates. So let's imagine that these interest rates are reduced. Mm. Does the average Nigerian out there take loans from banks? They do. They do. Yeah. How often do they? they so do. do they? Do they take? How often do Nigerians take loans from these banks? Because a lot of times I've seen and heard, um, experienced it myself, where young Nigerians want to take loans from banks to start a business, and the banks ask them, "I want your collateral." And of course, you, you probably just finished university two years ago, and you're trying to get a job. You have a business idea. You obviously don't have collateral for ten million naira. And you don't get the and the loan. So, does it affect us in terms of getting loans from this bank? Most of the loans that people get are not from the DMD, you know, deposit banks. They get most of them from the microfinance bank, who, to an extent, are not particularly don't work exactly in line with what the CBN and these um, commercial banks work. So, if we get more money in these vaults, let me use that word. Do we get more loans as Nigerians? Can I go to the bank and say, I want a 1 million naira loan? And they say, okay, you know what, take this and you don't have to give us a collateral of 10 million naira in, in return. Yeah, you know, you're looking at it from just the perspective of the commercial banks. But um, every bank has his reasons for being there. And you have the microfinance bank. It's under the CBN too. Okay. You have... Um, um, all these um, online banks. banks, mortgage banks. Okay. So every every bank has why the bank is being set up for. Okay. So when we talk of monies going back to the bank, it's not just the commercial banks. We have the microfinance banks. We have the mortgage banks. We have even the online banks. Money going back to them. Yes. Okay. It goes back to them. Okay. So it means that okay, they have more money. Again, I'm trying to bring it down to everybody who who has a business they're running, can I go to the bank after they've mopped up this money to borrow money, to get loans and not get 15% interest rates and not be demanded to put my house or to put my iPhone 13, which I don't have, as collateral? It's not possible. It's because not possible. So how, how, is, how is it when effective you talk of collateral, me? When you talk of collateral, the bank would want to be sure that you will be able to pay back. The collateral is not that um, they are collecting your iPhone 13 or your house. It's that you're given an assurance for repayment. Okay. So Even assurance? The, yes. Okay, for it. okay, please go on. But for the interest rate, for the interest rate, of course, you know, the banks are in business. They're not here to look at you. Okay, so so they are in business. Are they in business for us or for them? And before, so we don't we don't dwell too much on this. Um, she talked about you know the virtual economy. The first Central Bank of Nigeria had in the past year or two talked about Inara. Does this redesigning does it have any effect on the Inara? Because you want people to go return these monies to the bank. Does it mean that you are saying, hey, we don't want you to hold enough money in your hands? make use of the inner which a lot of us have kicked against does it have any direct relation with the use of inner in the coming months in the coming years it doesn't have a direct correlation but it has an indirect correlation which is which is um for instance for those that must have stolen monies okay they would find a way of trying to get to clean their monies okay um from now on till i feel the time frame for this exchange is actually short. 
So how how what's an ideal time frame for you? Uh, when we are talking of um, three trillion naira, and you're just given thirty first January, uh, it might be difficult for you to mop out because uh, to mop out all this because when you go to some some of the villages like um, if you in Plateau State now when you go to Kanke you do not have a bank there. Mm. When you go to Lantang, when you go to all those places, I think um, you only have a bank in Pangshin. You have about um, three of them. So Kanki does not have a bank. So Kanki is using Pangshin. Yes, they go to. So the and then way. when you go to the corner, you discover that those banks, there are no banks there. So they should be able to give time for people to be aware of what is happening. To go and, you know, you know there was, when I was much younger, they said um, some people in Kwampan, you know, they are farmers. Yeah. So when they farm, they keep their monies at home. Mm. And um, it got to a point where they changed the Naira notes. I think that should be in um, 1984. Okay. Mm. 1984, when they changed the Naira notes. So they were not aware that they had changed the Naira notes. And some of them were sleeping with their monies in the villages uh, under their beds. Yeah. So... It got to a time when, after the whole thing had passed, they brought out their monies to go and spend, and they told them those monies are not in circulation any longer. Mm. So you discover that even those that um, had real reasons for, they made their monies legitimately lost out because of information and where they were. So I feel the time should be longer, maybe possibly after the elections there, possibly in um, April, Maybe ending April. Well, I think one of the reasons why they're redesigning the Naira note right now is just so that these elections, people who have been hoarding cash can actually bring it in. So don't you think that it is a rapid response to rescue the corrupt nature, uh, nature <laughs> of our economy from the CBN? Don't you think it's, it's, a, it's not really short? It's just like you're taking immediate action on what is supposed to be done. Yeah, it's taking an immediate action, but um, it's going to affect us negatively. Mm. All right, so let me ask you. You talked about the people in the rural areas who do not have banks. Um, how does the CBN ensure that these people get their monies changed? Because if you don't have bank, if the POS is just one. I remember vividly um, when I was in Namu, and in the whole, not in the whole of Namu, but within from here to say old airports, we had just one POS. So you could have you have to walk all the way from one part of the of, of the street to the other end just to you know to get money for yourself and the bank was somewhere in you know a different local government altogether in different you know um, um, town altogether how does the federal and the cbn ensure that people in these places get their monies to the banks is there do you think there's a mechanism they can use to ensure hey those of you in the parts where POS is one for the whole town, those of you who don't even have POS, those of you who have to wait till you get to the main market to exchange your money, these are the ways you can, you know, exchange this, your old money for new money. Yeah. Um, using of um, these same POS guys, it will help. Okay. Uh, normal exchange in the market too will help. Okay. And um, the CBN would have to would have to create better avenues for exchange, which would also help. Okay. You know, by you could just create make out agents who would go out and then collect monies from people and change. You could give them maybe every local government you go after one week, 
You just okay. go, you make an announcement. That is where, you know, you'd have to use uh, the kings, that's um, the, uh, community, the leaders. community leaders. Yeah. You know, you give, make announcements and um, just make agents out. They go and um, change monies. You know, they can just give maybe target. Okay, we are coming to this community. We have, we are going to collect your monies and then change it for you. Or better still, uh, the banks can be proactive. How? They could walk to these places, create accounts for them. Okay. Open accounts and, uh, you know, help them, enlighten them on the need to open these accounts and change their currencies or their notes. All All right. right. All right. You can be a part of the conversation. You can head on to all our social media platforms. On Facebook is facebook.com forward slash JFM Jaws. Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, and TikTok at JFM Jaws. And we'll be opening the phone lines for you to call in and give your contribution to the implications of the redesign of the NARA. The number to call 09055 That is the number to call to be a part of the show. Hello. Good morning. Hello, good morning, Abigail. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Good morning. Welcome to the show. What's your name and where are you calling Thanks. us from? Okay, good morning, Emeka. My name is Ibrahim. I'm calling from Denta. Emeka, you're one journalist I respect so much. And I would like to give my heart for you. I like the way you're asking the question. Thank you. You understand? Now, for me, for me, whatever, this, whatever policies or whatever moves that the CBN is trying to do to resign, to resign the currency, I, I don't see it improving the lot of the citizens in any way. Uh, you're saying that uh, the, guy, the guy is saying that it's about mobbing, pop, uh, mobbing cash from the system, from those who are holding cash. Where is the cash that the common man in the country is, is holding? Rather, the little that they even have will be taken away from them. So it's not about uh, 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 fighting corruption. And just like the other day, the, the, the student governor was saying that this, in a way, we fight uh, terrorism mm-hmm. and then stop a uh, ransom payment by, 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 by victims. If you are not fighting insecurity and you are not, you are not saying that the family should not pay ransom, are you not saying that their, their family should be killed in the hands of those, uh, those, those uh, 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 kidnappers? Mm. So for me, for yeah. me, for me, I don't see this thing improving the lot of the city. All right. Thank you. Do have a great morning. Thank you so much, Abraham. Do have a great morning. Here's the number to call 09055 That is the number to call to be a part of the show. You can call in and give your thoughts on the topic of discussion. Hello. Good morning. My sister and the America, good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the show. What's your name and where are you calling us from? These are these are for introduction. All right. Go ahead. 50 seconds quickly. My sister, do you know that? For my own understanding, yeah, this is not the time for all this because the money to design to this uh, money they are talking of mm. is not a, a a small money. This money can be used to do many things in this country. Mm. This is not the right time for this thing because there's many things that is bothering the common one in the street. Even our students, uh, ASU, whatever. This is not the time. For my own understanding, these is not the kind of way to siphon money mm. for their own personal use. This is not the time for all those things. So, what, when, when, when do you think is the proper time for this? 
It's not the proper time. Now it's time of election. Mm. This is like an election. Right. Why didn't they do this thing in their first tenor? That's the truth. Let us tell ourselves the truth. We know what is happening in this country. Mm. Some people want to use this opportunity to to enrich themselves. All That's right. the truth of the matter. All right. Okay, now finance minister then has said that she's not aware of all these things. Mm. You know, so it's very, very unfortunate because finance minister supposed to be to be aware of anything pertaining money in this country. All right. So it's very, very unfortunate. The government has failed us mm. and they still want to, you know, you know, empty the, the, the treasure of the country. All God right. bless you, my sister. Thank you so much. God bless you too. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning, Abigail and Good morning, Radio Mama. Welcome to the show. Uh, you 50 know seconds. what? Um, the issue that uh, the finance minister is saying that she's not away, it doesn't hold any water. Because uh, Professor Casey Moore told us yesterday on Channel Politics, Sunday Politics, mm. that the central bank is not accountable or answerable to the finance minister. That he went, Mepele went through due process, they have a board, and the permanent secretary in the Ministry of Finance is a member of that board and other members. Mm. So once that conclusion was done, she is the one that's supposed to tell uh, the, the, the finance minister. So whether she, she, she or he did that, I don't know, I don't know the, the sex of the person. Mm. So I guess it's as good as mine. So that's an outburst, as far as a person doesn't make sense. But what the CBN governor wants to do yes. can, be, uh, can be addressed in, a, in, a, in a, a country where we have strong institutions, where policies work. Yeah. Unfortunately, it will be difficult to get it, get the target, the people they are aiming at. Mm. Did you hear that uh, Naira now is uh, one thousand to a dollar? They have started. Uh, um, it, it's their now money with it's seven hundred and eighty now at the parallel market. No, what I'm saying, what I'm, what I'm saying, no, at the parallel market, it was in the newspaper headline, one of the newspaper headlines today. Mm. They read it. You know, they said that Naira now is getting to one thousand Naira because they are going to buy it. Somebody else called into a program and said he bought nine hundred naira. Uh, I mean, to a dollar. Mm. You know that's what is happening. So they, as your guest said there, or uh, don't know who's on the program today, the rural people are the problem now. Let them go and sensitize them. Find a way of making sure they, they, they don't lose their money. That is All the problem right. with Nigeria. They are the ones. Okay. Terrorism is find a way to fight it. All right. Let's not give up on this country. Ogadima. Thank you so much, Radio Mama. <laughs> Hello. Good morning. Okay, do well to call us back to be a part of the show. Hello, good morning. Good morning, my sister. How are you? Very fine, thank you. Welcome to the show. What's your name and where are you calling us from? My name is Bob. I'm calling from Joe South. All right, go ahead. 50 seconds, please. I think uh, Madame Ada has said it all. Mm. Because it's good to listen to, to news and get correct information. Mm. Uh, that Magelu is the man I've been talking about. You are telling me if that man was on the presidential list, Nigeria would have, it would have settled Nigerian problem. I don't know. You know, all these people who brought up, uh, who brought up presidential election, they have injured Nigeria. That Magelu is a sound man. All that right. Nigeria would have even, we would have even turned our, our story around for, for better. What, what, do you, you what, do you, what do you think about the whole redesigning of the Naira? Do you think it's a necessary um, part that we should be doing right now in our current economy? Uh, if they have discovered that uh, there's problems in this uh, currency circulation, yes. is the digital central bank, what do, we, what, what, what do we, even if you are not a learned person, you are not an educated person, what is the function of central bank? Mm. Who controls money? People are talking of finance, finance minister. 
Even finance minister was carried along, according to Mabelu. Mabelu was the deputy of central bank. Not to all, all these presidential aspirants that, that, that just uh, a, a, bank, a bank official, man, managing director of a bank or deputy manager, managing director of a bank. No, really. Mabelu is a, is, a, is a deputy central bank. All right. Thank you so much for your contribution. Thank you so much for your contribution, sir. The number to call is 090-55-666699. That is the number to call to be a part of the show. I'll take it again, 090-55-666699. That is the number to call to be a part of the show. Hello, good morning. Yes, good morning. Uh, Abigail and Emeka, good to you and your guest this morning. Good morning. Mm. Good morning. Go yes. ahead. 50 seconds. Yes. What's your name? Sorry. This is Gabriel from Apata. All right, Gabriel. Go ahead. 50 seconds, please. You see, Abigail, I I, I am afraid of Nigeria because uh, we fear for what we don't see and we fear for what we just heard. Mm. And that is just our problem. The central bank want to resign. They want to resign the money. Let yeah. them go ahead and do it, and and let everybody and uh, let Nigeria citizens be watch what is happening and keep their ears hearing. We should not put fear to ourselves to anything. Nigeria is the giant of Africa. They can do anything. Have we have uh, we been living up to our name, the giant of Africa? Yeah, you see, that is where I'm coming from, mm. and that is the fear. The fear that we are fearing is affecting those who are doing the work. Because we speak on the street, but we don't know what is happening. You understand? And we should not be feared for what we don't see and what we don't hear. Let me tell you something. They want to be distractors from this election. Right. And that is what exactly what they are, the strategies they are using to distract us. Right. So we should not be feared. Let us allow them to do their normal thing and keep our finger crossed and see what will happen in 2023. All right. Thank you, and God bless you. Thank you so much. I'm telling you something positive will come out of this. Yeah, we hope so. Fingers crossed. Thank you so much for that. Yeah. All right, now heading over to Twitter, where we have a comment from Austin E. Of course, our Twitter is at G. FM Life and Austin E says the federal government should jettison the issue of redesigning the Nara. When redesigned, how is it going to help the farmers? Will it fix our refineries? Will it bring in industries? Those holding the monies can change to other currencies. They should find out why people hold money. All right. We'll also look at a comment of Facebook. Um, Ezekiel Henry saying, good morning, everyone in the studio. Honestly, this decision is going to increase the level of poverty in the land. And if you ask me, I will say that it is politically motivated. And very soon we will start seeing the faces of some failed past leaders. Summary, it is, in summary, actually, it is indeed a misplacement of priority. I want to get your reaction on this comment, um, Wokji, quickly. Uh, he says this will increase the level of poverty in the land. Do you agree with that assertion? Uh, not certainly, yes. But, um, you know, since we are not in a perfect, our economy is not perfect. So mm. whatsoever you do, can uh, the, the, the players in the market can either affect it positively or negatively. And um, for me... Uh, if actually they had, if actually the CBN actually had a very good uh, intentions for for the Naira in order to take off this panic, because panic alone 
is going to affect our economy negatively, just mm -hmm. as one of the the uh, persons said. Yeah. Uh, and if it affects us negatively, then would be going down. But they would have given an incentive to all those who already have the monies right. to invest in the economy and giving some incentives to their investment. So so you wouldn't have um, illicit financial flows going out of the country. All right. All right. On Facebook, Ayadili Ababi Akai saying, it's good policy on hand, but on the other hand, it's a question that needs to be answered. The government is paying to redesign the NERA. Is that not another borrowing in disguise? God serve us at this difficult economy as we move in the last two months. So do you think it's another borrowing in disguise? Do you think, um, due to the fact that money is still going to be used to do the redesigning of this NERA notes, and we are still we're borrowing? In the 2023 budget, we're going to have to borrow. So do you see this as borrowing in disguise? Um, before now, for the CBN to have made this decision, then um, I think by now, these notes should have almost been ready. Yes. So. You think, you think they borrowed? I don't think they did. So I where, where did borrowed. we get the money from to, to redesign? Maybe our reserves. We have reserves. Interesting. Yeah, we have. have, we have the fact we that have the, pre about, about 35 billion the president, the, the pre president has said there are scarce resources. And the, the, the reserve is supposed to be there to help us with um, uh, all of this. with our foreign exchange. Um, I, I want to ask you before we leave the studio. The the redesign of the money means you bring back old ones. In bringing back old ones, it means that you have to, you know, 2020, the president said that they will stop burning um, Naira notes. They will start to recycle them the recycling what does it entail now remember in 2005 when you know we bought any polymer notes those notes those old paper notes were bonds um cbn governor has not said anything whether or not this will be polymer or if it will be paper notes so i'm hoping that it's paper notes how much will it take now, estimatedly to redesign one and to recycle these notes that will be taken off, that's about $3 trillion era taken off the economy. Don't you think, like she said, the resigning and recycling of this is a burden that would further take us down the slippery slope of more monies that we are owing? Because, of course, our, our budget deficit is... Um, let's, let's not go there. Quickly, 30 seconds. <laughs> 30 seconds, quickly. Yeah, um, the, the cost on its own is actually going to impact negatively. Mm. But um, I think from their own point of view, they are looking at the positivity because they are actually not looking at the normal poor man. Oh, also we are not part of their plans. Yes, I don't think the poor when, man it, is comes part of their to, when it comes to when they are talking of um, the, the monies that would need to come back to circulation, mm. you know, most of those who have the monies stocked in their houses are not poor. Mm. So I think when it comes to the poor is that they want these monies to go out to the people. So now, because of this policy, you discover that um, so many people would begin to give monies to the normal people because... Uncles will start to give yes, they'll start nephews giving, and nieces. They'll start oh, building houses. Oh, really? and, um, All right. <laughs> Dear uncle, I'm, I'm here. Send me money. <laughs> All right. Because of our time, we have to wrap up the show. But thank you so much, Mr. Goshit Wokji Steven, for coming on the show. You're this welcome. was Let's Talk on your Super Feel Good radio station, J101.9 FM. The news comes up by 10, 10. Do stay with us. Have a lovely morning. I'm from Mimika. Stay out of trouble. I love you.
Thank you for listening to JFM Podcast.